Republican House Speaker Kevin McCarthy is still bitter about losing his job. And at this point, it appears that he wants vengeance against the very people who kicked him out in the first place. Number one on his list is none other than Matt Gates. During a recent brief conversation with CNN reporter Manu Raju, Raju asked McCarthy, quote, how much would the Republican Party benefit if he were no longer a member of the House, in your opinion? I mean, pretty, pretty loaded question, right? Like basically asking like, hey, wouldn't it be awesome if Matt Gates just wasn't around anymore? To which Kevin McCarthy responded, quote, oh, tremendously. I mean, people have to earn the right to be here. And I just think from, I, I mean, he'll admit to you personally, he doesn't have a conservative bent in his philosophy and just the nature of what he focuses on. Raju then followed up by asking, well, I mean, should Congress consider expelling Matt Gates? And here's what Kevin McCarthy had to say about that. And you'll notice that this isn't a, wow, what a weird question. Nobody's even thought of that. Instead, McCarthy said, quote, that's up to the conference, but I mean, I don't believe the conference will ever heal if there's no consequences for the action. So should Congress expel Matt Gates? Hey, whoa, why, like that's a little extreme. Like we're definitely not even considering that would be the response you would expect. Not like, well, that's, that's up to the whole conference, right? The, the Republican caucus going to have to get together and decide that. That, that, that's not a denial that that's something you guys have already discussed. And the reason that is so important is because Kevin McCarthy knows that he's not going to get rid, rid of Matt Gates through the electoral process. Matt Gates is going to continue winning reelection in this district because it's a deep red district. Doesn't matter what he does. Doesn't matter what he's been accused of doing. He is safe here. The only way he's leaving office is if one he does it voluntarily on his own and says, I'm not running for the house anymore. I'm going to go run for something else or through expulsion, which by the way, he could then just run for election again because it doesn't prevent you from doing that. And then he could get right back into the house. But the expulsion thing is interesting because as we know right now, we have the house ethics committee that's investigating Matt Gates. We have members of Congress that during the whole speaker drama started going out and telling us things about Matt Gates, you know, him showing the pictures, the, uh, drug fueled, you know, whatever, um, things that we didn't necessarily already know, but things that could have been revealed to these Republicans during their investigation of Matt Gates. So that's why I do think it's interesting that McCarthy didn't immediately dismiss the idea of expulsion because I think clearly this is something some Republicans have talked about. And I do think it's based on the information that they have uncovered in that investigation for which, by the way, we still do not have the results from. It could be anything. It could be nothing. It could be a big something, but not saying that expulsion was hundred percent off the table is kind of a flag for me, right? I don't want to say it's a red flag because I'd love to see Gates expelled, but it's definitely a flag. McCarthy is not an idiot. He chose his words wisely. And by not denying that expulsion is something that they have talked about, instead saying, hey, it's up to the caucus, kind of leads me to think that McCarthy knows a lot more than what he's actually telling us.
Well, folks, it's good to know that Alina Haba isn't the only complete moron sitting on Donald Trump's legal team in the New York fraud trial right now. Because every now and then, his other lawyer, Christopher Keese, will pipe up and remind us that, hey, I'm just as stupid as Alina Haba. And he did it on Thursday when, after verbally attacking the prosecutors, he was then basically ordered to apologize for the comment that he made about them. So here's how this whole thing went down. Christopher Keese, Trump's lawyer, was getting mad as per usual, right? The trial has not gone their way. So they're all on edge. They're all a little testy. They're kind of bitter. So they're angry and they're lashing out at prosecutors. And at one point, Christopher Keese suggested that New York attorney general Letitia James should start quote, check the, uh, checking the internet for new job postings. And he then said, Vladimir Putin has some openings suggesting of course, that Letitia James would for some reason be right at home in Vladimir Putin's Russia to which Ingeron responded. I think it was totally uncalled for totally incorrect. And lawyer Keese kind of apologized, kind of walked his comments back a little bit before adding the ominous, the world is watching. Now, Mr. Keese, I don't know if you realize this, but literally a day, maybe two days prior to you telling Letitia James that she seems like she'd be right at home in Russia. You do realize that your client at a rally told the crowd repeatedly that Vladimir Putin is a very smart man. He praised Vladimir Putin along with, of course, Kim Jong-un, but your client seems to be the one that would be more at home in Vladimir Putin's Russia. He praised the way that they handle their countries. Trump has talked about the fact that they don't deal with the press. You know, they, they crack down on the press when they're mean to them. So I don't understand why you think somebody like Letitia James would be comfortable in that country versus your actual client who really has not ever, at least in recent years, said an unkind word about Vladimir Putin. But of course, what he's trying to suggest is that much like in Russia, this is just a political persecution, right? We're going after, we're taking down our political enemies. There's no merit to this case. Mr. Keese would like us to believe, even though the judge has already issued a summary judgment saying that Donald Trump is two adult male children. And of course the company are in fact liable for the fraud. And that seems to be the big part that Keese and Haba and some of the other lawyers on Trump's team, that seems to be what they always forget. You're not in court anymore to prove your client's innocence in this case. His guilt, even though it's a civil trial, not a criminal trial, but his guilt was already determined based upon the evidence that the judge had to review. It's done. It's over. That part is done. What's happening right now in court is y'all are just haggling over the price of what Donald Trump is going to have to pay. And you're doing a very bad job of it because that judge, and of course the prosecutor who could request a lower amount, if you hadn't pissed her off at every given opportunity, but those people hold your uh, client's fate in their hands. And all you do is insult them. You antagonize them. You basically goad them into giving you and your client the worst possible punishment. You're doing your client a disservice is what I'm trying to say. Not that I want Donald Trump to get special treatment, 
but you're going out of your way to make sure that he gets no leniency whatsoever. So I don't know where Donald Trump found any of these lawyers, but hopefully once this trial is over with, he shoves them back under that rock that they seem to have crawled out from under. During his rally this past week in Hialeah, Florida, Donald Trump let a, well, let's just say he let something slip that he ought to just kept to himself. Trump told the crowd that it is very difficult for him to win in court when he is up against these judges that were appointed by Democrats. However, whenever he goes in front of a Republican judge, he basically gets everything that he wants. Which, of course, it's very obvious that Donald Trump is, of course, referring to Eileen Cannon down in South Florida that has gone along with every single idiotic, brain-dead thing that Trump and his lawyers have put in front of her, including most likely postponing his trial till after next year's election. But here is exactly what Donald Trump said. Let's say Obama, because let's not even talk about Biden yet, but an Obama judge will say, you know, I'm proud of it. And I don't care what the merits of this case. You're in deep trouble. It's hard to win. Trump says, whereas a Republican judge, a lot of them, not all of them. And we just want fairness, but a Republican judge will say, I want to show my fairness. So what I'll do is I'll screw the Republican and everyone will think I'm fair. Um, okay. He, he has a couple more quotes that I do want to read there, but, but he's like a Republican judge, the Republican judge. Those are the ones that I'm having better luck with. Some of them will say, let's screw the Republican, but not all of them. He says, it is clear from Donald Trump's statement here that he is referring to judge Eileen Cannon and that could haunt him. See, here's the thing. I actually talked earlier this past week about the fact that legal experts already agree that it's probably too late for Jack Smith to request, you know, via a motion, uh, to the appellate circuit. It's probably too late for him to ask for judge Cannon to be removed from the trial. This statement where Trump is admitting that, Hey, some Republican judges would do whatever I want them to do. That statement can and should be used in an emergency filing by Jack Smith to get judge Eileen Cannon recused from this case. hundred percent. Get the video of it, show the full context, make sure you've got every, every, all of your ducks in a row, whatever it is, bring it to the appellate courts immediately so that they can rule on this because here you have the defendant effectively admitting to a crowd in Florida that, Hey, this judge is in my pocket. I appointed her. You know, she's a good old Republican judge and she's just, she just wants fairness, but that's not what Trump wants. Trump wants the special treatment. Trump wants to get all of his favors granted. And that is what Cannon is doing. And if Jack Smith, who by the way, is a million times better at it than I am saying it, they can put that into a legal filing and they should be able to convince the circuit court, the appellate court, whatever it is, uh, that Cannon should be moved off the case. I, I think they have a real, real chance of being successful with that. And it's all because Donald Trump won't start, uh, stop running his stupid mouth. And now it's going to be used against him. Well, it should be. 
I can't say for certain, but it should be. Now, as I said, he said some other stupid things, and I do want to hit those real quick. One of them, he said, you know, every time the radical left Democrats, Marxists, communists, fascists indict me, they indicted me. Can you believe it? My father and mother are looking down saying, son, how did that happen? We're so proud of you. How did that happen? First of all, your mother and father are probably not looking down on you. Um, If there is an afterlife, they're probably having to look up. Sorry, let's be real. Um, secondly, why would they say, how did this happen? We're so proud of you. How did this happen? Like, why would they sandwich a, how did this, you know, we're so proud of you in between two, how did this happens? Like that, that's not a way a normal person's brain works either, Donald. Um, but yeah, that was pretty dumb. He also said, everybody's been discredited, uh, with regard to the witnesses that the New York fraud trial is called. That's, that's not even close to being reality. But he's lying his face off because he's feeling desperate. And he wanted to tell the crowd that it's all because of these Democrat judges. But in doing so, opened himself up to losing his only legal ally. And that, of course, is Judge Eileen Cannon. Thanks for listening to today's Fair and Balanced Daily. Stay up to date with all of our content by finding us on YouTube at youtube.com slash fairandbalanced and follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at fairandbalanced.